the Never Gets Old podcast, the podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics, with your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nick Nero. Look for us on YouTube and Facebook. everybody to the Never Gets Old podcast. I'm Nick Nero. And I'm Max Jackson. Uh, for those who are just joining us, thank you. And for those who have been listening for a while, also thank you. I've been using, uh, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been using Twitter a lot to like attach to like-minded people as far as anything with the podcast. You can do hashtag podcast or superheroes or whatever. Right. Seems to make a difference. I mean, you know, at least you're making yourself known. Yeah. Um so also, what I didn't get to hear your thoughts. I for those who are are uh watching this on YouTube, you'll notice I I'm putting up the new logo that I took and tweaked. I put a lot of characters besides Nick and myself. I put what? 4 or 5 characters around each side of the Stargate popping out. Uh, I didn't get to hear your thoughts. What do you What do you think of that? Uh, I like it. It looks yeah. good. It's very representative of uh, you know, the the podcast itself. Yeah. I I that and you know what it is too? It's I wanted to get I wanted to show us but also I don't know, I have constantly have the idea of showing us in the middle and then our quote-unquote soldiers on either side. Right. You know what I mean? Um, to represent us. Now, even if they cross over with both of us liking certain characters, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's there's characters that we both like, but you probably are more attached to than me and vice versa, so. Exactly. That's why I'm like, well... You know, let me let me do this and that way, just to mix it up. Because I I get not tired of our logo. I love our logo, and I and I love the people who did it for us. But I, just to keep it fresh, you know. And yeah, of course. I said to Cindy, reading comics, <clears throat> besides loving it for all that it is, and it, it's inspiring, like the way music is inspiring. I I read that, and I'm like, okay, ooh ooh, what a great idea, and. Even just the layout of a cover of a comic can look great enough that you... I want to do something like that. Yeah. So, all right, so I start tweaking this because I'm like, you know, the logo that we have uh, Joseph Arnold did for us, I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And the Stargate, and the way the letters are for the Never Gets Old podcast, it looks fantastic. But wouldn't it be cool if I can get our guys on there or what another thought i had was wouldn't it be great to have like a room full of um 
what, artifacts representing, you know, like Marty McFly's hoverboard and the TARDIS and, you, you know, Indy's hat and whip, that sort of thing. Um, but I haven't quite figured out how to do the layout to my satisfaction. Because some things are smaller and other things are bigger, like a TARDIS or a Stargate or a DeLorean. Yeah. Whereas the sonic screwdriver is held in your hand, how do you bring that more forward? It's tough. So I did that, and then I sent it to you, and I thought, you know what? Like, you you put, you kind of, the way you answered it was like, it was pretty representative the way it should be. And I'm like, yes. But it was the pretty representative that stuck in my mind because I'm like, yes, I want more. I, <laughs> I okay, there's some great people, but I only fit four or five. Boy, what about this guy? What about that guy? What about the turtles? What, you know, mm-hmm. what about, uh, what, Gandalf for you and, you know, I, I just, my mind kept reeling. So then I kept going back to the, um, that one drawing, uh, that, uh, Dane Cook, is it, it's, uh, I'm not saying his name right, am I? Uh, the comic book artist writer, um, uh, uh, did you say Dane Cook? Yeah, I know. I'm like, no, that's a comedian. No. Uh, a Cook. Darwin Cook. That's it. Okay, yeah. That's I don't even have to look it up now. I'm like, wait, I know this guy. Love his art. It's it's cartoony and yet detailed at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. So he does that great collage that I have posted on our page. Uh it's a mixture of all the superheroes and like men in black is are there and uh Buzz Lightyear's in there. And I just love the whole idea of them all standing together interacting. And it looks like they're there for a group photo because Spider-Man is up taking the shot. So they're all kind of looking up off to the side. Well, darn it. Joseph Arnold said he was going to do it. But, I mean, maybe he will. And, you know, there's no rush. He's got his own stuff going on. But, darn it, since I did our logo, I'm doing it myself. Yeah, why not? (laughs) It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. And the picture that I sent you, if you look at the picture of us, it's very much like the comic strip. Which I thought, okay, I'll do it in in the Darwin Cook style. It'll be dot eyes and line eyebrows, and that should be good enough. And for you and I it is, because, you know, that works. But when you start to... And I don't mean this as a backhanded compliment to myself, but when I start write, uh, drawing iconic people, in order for them to be recognizable, you have to add certain detail. And your mom can attest to this. That's what she teaches. Detail. You know, everything you got to do, shadows and angles and, you know know when to put like creases in the face and and in order to make these people recognizable I've had to add detail well now the problem is I've done enough of them where I'm like yep that looks like them and now I go back to the picture of you and I with the dot eyes and the line eyebrows and I go wow that kind of looks weak in comparison so (laughs) yeah so you're going to go back and forth and keep adding detail until then it's not even that anymore exactly 
So what I did was I read I redrew you and I in Indy and MacGyver because when I, the one that I sent you, I'm like, yeah, it works until I do other people. Like I I dying to show you the Gandalf that I did. I'll tell you, I I drew Harry Potter. And he's like looking up in awe at Gandalf while Gandalf is looking down and has his hand on his shoulder. Okay. If I do say so myself from looking at references, Gandalf looks like Gandalf. But Good. yeah, but he doesn't look cartoony. <laughs> Ooh, is that me? I have the guac. No, I I was plugging my phone in. No. <laughs> um. I apologize to everybody who's listening, uh, not that you guys are craving to hear my voice or anything, but uh, Mac was pretty much talking because I was just eating. <laughs> it just took us a long time to get recording, and hopefully this might be the best sounding uh, we've sounded in a long time. Ever. So, Ever. Uh, but I was, I was chowing down while he was talking and just in between trying to respond a little bit. But I'm done now, so. Oh, well, all right. But anyway, the... Um yeah, Gandalf, to do Gandalf or people like that with long hair and wrinkles, you can't yeah. do a fair cartoony thing. So, needless to say, I'm, it's, it's, you know what's probably going to happen? Because I have to fit so many people, and once it's shrunk, I don't know if all this detail will even matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? But just, but it, it's, it mat- the thing is that, for you, the who's doing it, you have to be okay with it. Exactly. That's really what it comes down to. So, you know, do do it however you feel it needs to be done, and then, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, let it be what it is. And I, t- I took your list, and I, the one guy, who's the guy, Lincoln? What's the guy's name from Lord of the Rings? Uh, Legolas? Is that it, Legolas? Okay, I don't know how to say it. I just look at him like, Lego, yeah, the Lego guy? I don't know who that... And then I looked up, I'm like, oh, I like that guy. Cause yeah, I'll, I'll he's see. my favorite. Is he? I didn't know yeah. if it was Gandalf or it was, you know, the lead hobbit or what the deal was, but... Well, I mean, I, I like them all. I, I do. I like a lot of the characters from Lord of the Rings, um... I just like when I was <clears throat> when the movie came out, and I was in eighth or ninth grade or whatever. Um, Legolas was who, all, who stuck out to me because I I've always kind of been uh, interested in bow and arrow type stuff. Like I've always liked characters to use that. And then I mean he was also the closest to uh, a Link type character from Legend of Zelda. You're right. You know, blonde-haired elf, clad in green. So, like, he he stuck out to me. So, and and he pretty much became my favorite character. And I, I like Orlando Bloom too. I know he gets he gets a lot of crap, but um, I think he's a pretty cool dude. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, overall, he's probably my favorite character. But I do. I mean, I love Gandalf and I love Bilbo and Frodo. But yeah. So well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just, sorry, I unplugged and plugged back in again. Um, but anywho, so yeah, I, and I as I'm doing these characters, I'm trying to have them instead of all just facing the same way. Uh, I'm I'm having them much like the Darwin Cook thing. They look at each other, they might interact, they might have their arm around each other, type of thing. Uh, and I have 
Legolas in a cool pose, but I'm also going to have Green Arrow and Hawkeye in there. So to have okay. the archers, you know, next to each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, very well, cool. I'm, I'm telling you, the more I'm doing this, the more I'm like, holy crap, I can't... That's why I'm like, no, nah, i got to send him a tweet full of... If you go to... um, You can see some of the sketchings uh, at, what, Mac W. Jackson is my Twitter name. Just I did it, what, last night or the night before. Uh, you can check it out. But, um, yeah, I, boy, the more I'm doing it, the more I'm like, oh, you know what? These guys would look cool. Like, I have Marty and Doc McBrown, D- Doc McBrown, Marty McFly and uh, Doc Brown <laughs> on there. Uh, he's from McDonald's. He's Doc McBrown. Um, Marty Fly and Doc McBrown. That's right. <laughs> but we're not ripping off the movie at all. What are you talking about? No, they're totally different new characters. (laughs) Dr. Everest McBrown (laughs) and Martin Fly. (laughs) But uh, I I have a lot of the time travelers together. Like I have um, Sam Beckett and Al from Quantum Leap. And I'm going to do Al uh, because he's a hologram. I'm going to kind of have him faded out where... If you saw my my Doc Brown drawing, he's like going <gasps> and has his hand out. I'm thinking of maybe having him putting his hand through Al, like being fascinated by that. You know. Okay. So it just to kind of have, you know, that that sort of basically a dream of wouldn't it be great if you know how we do our crossover ideas, and to have. Uh, you know, them interacting. I have uh, both Sherlock's next to each other. Um, you know, anybody that I think will... will... Oh, I got another cool one. You saw the turtles, right? Because I have the... The, the turtles are going to be standing next to and around Daredevil. Because for those who know about the turtles... Daredevil was the the Frank Miller Daredevil was what was the inspiration for the turtles to begin with. So to have them kind of like right. looking on in awe at him, I thought would be kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then I don't I I hope you like the cap because it's hard to pick what kind of Captain America to do. And I took the one from the movie. But then I got to get it. The shield is going to kind of be in his way a lot. Like, you know how he holds the shield in front of him? I kind of have. And I don't even know if that's going to matter because they're going to be so jam-packed from the hips up. They'll be covered by the guy in front of them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it it should. I could always tweak it once I get it on the computer. Yeah. But uh, who else did. Who else? I got. I got Mario and. uh, Sonic on there, because that's who you wanted. Yeah, I saw. And Buzz uh, Lightyear. Uh, yep. uh, who else, who else, who else? Oh, and the guy from the, uh, the Indiana Jones guy. Drake. Oh, Nathan Drake, Nathan yeah, Drake. yeah, yeah. Kind of happy with how he came out. You know, and that's the other thing, too. I'm yeah, like, everything looked good from what I saw. Because I'm trying to, you know come to grips with it like okay I, 
uh, it's not all this detail that I'm worried about isn't even going to show up once I start adding color. And once I shrink them so that they all fit on the page. But like you said, I'm doing it, so i got to kind of be okay with it. Yeah, well, and uh, there's nothing to say you can't you can't post an image of it, you know, blown up, too. Yeah, good point. Cindy said that, actually. She goes, well, these are great. What are you going to do with them? You know, what have you been doing with your previous drawings? Like from the logo that, we're, you know, that I was just talking about around the Stargate. I, she, she goes, what do you do with them? I said, I don't know, I'll toss them. I don't care. She's like, no, don't toss them because, you know, what if you need them or... What if down the road people want to see where it came from? And yeah, but I'm like they're scanned out of the computer. Maybe I'll keep them on there. Yeah, there's no. I don't. I wouldn't get rid of them. Yeah, well, I don't get rid of anything unless like I absolutely hate it. Right. Well, and that's the thing too. I figure if I scan it onto the computer, that's good enough because I could always print it out. Yeah. I don't need to keep the actual pencil to paper thing. Um. But yeah, so it's addicting. That's that's another thing. Once I started doing these, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? What about that person? Ooh, what about people on sitcoms? Is there anybody that really matters? Because not only do I have to get the people that we really care about, but there's going to be some people who get cut off around the edges. Yeah, yeah. You know, so who am I okay with that happening to? So I, I'm, you know, writing like uh, certain sitcom people or... You know, uh, people who I didn't even think of the first time. I'm like, oh, 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 okay, that, like, right now, I'll tell you who I'm drawing right now. I'm doing the Stooges. Okay. Uh, And then I'm thinking about doing the Three Amigos. Okay. Because, you know, you and I love Chevy Chase and Steve Martin. Yeah. Well, think about... Fletch. Love Fletch. But how do you do Fletch? How do you make it known that, oh, look, he's drawing Fletch right there? Yeah, it's kind of... You know? And, all right, Clark Griswold. How? Unless I put a Christmas thing on him, and even that is... eh. Yeah, when you're doing um, things like actor-specific characters, where it is just... I mean, I know indie is at currently an actor-specific character, but I think the character can be um, can be displayed without having to be to get Harrison Ford's likeness exactly right. But if you're doing Chevy Chase, <laughs> you, you have to caricaturize Chevy Chase. Like, that's... Mm-hmm. In order for people to know that's who it is. And that's why I figure if I get the three amigos... We're nailing any part they've ever played, and people are going to know. Oh, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and I'm thinking of maybe having the Three Stooges looking at the Three Amigos and vice versa. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. Right? Uh, and then I put, and this is where it got, I had to stop myself. Because I started to put some musicians who are near and dear to me. And... Then I had to stop because, like I said, they have to be iconic. I drew Mike Nesmith in his monkey Mike Nesmith look. Right. Uh, who'd I put? I, I did David Gray. I don't know. I And I have Harry Chapin. I'm kind of hoping that the shirt that I have him in will make it known that it's Harry Chapin because other than that, it's tough to, 
you know, Simon and Garfunkel, you have to have standing together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Everly Brothers, you have to have standing together. And then I'm like, okay. And I threw in Katie Tunstall. Uh, but the idea is to have them all basically in a group chatting with each other. Right. And then I had to stop because I can keep going, but, you know, enough. I don't need it to be musical. You know, they're in a corner by themselves. Move on. Otherwise, my, my list would, how much do I like this guy? Okay, how much do I like that guy? I, mm, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if I need to add people just on the fringes, I guess I could, but... Oh, it's it's exciting and it's fun and it's addicting because I've been drawing a couple people every day. Uh, but then once I feel I'm done, now I got to go in and color them all and then go try and fit them all on a, you know, on one picture. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's it is fun because in the middle it's going to be you and I holding the sign, and then everybody's around us. Yeah. So I think it will last for a long, long time. The only thing I worry about is anybody new who becomes near and dear to our heart. Right. Not us, son of a bay. Anywho, tell me about how was your Christmas? Um, it was good. A little crazy though, because it was a lot of um, running around, um, and you know, trying to keep people happy and stuff like that. And I, I just wanted to relax and it it wasn't an option. And I, I, you know, the only day I had off was I had Christmas and new year's day off. I worked every other day. So aside from the weekend days, but still like I, the past couple of years we had had, you know, at, at least, Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas and whatever, like we, we took some time off around the holidays and this year just wasn't, uh, you know, possible to do that, I guess. But I feel like we could have, but uh, it was insisted that we couldn't. So I barely even feel like, again, I'm not trying to be like a Debbie Downer or anything, but to me, they, they came and went, and I don't feel like I, I had a, a great holiday. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the people I spent time with and, and you know, with Mara and everything, I, I got great presents. Everybody was fantastic. Uh, you know, there were no, there was no drama or anything like that. It's just I was so tired and exhausted. By the end of it, it was it was almost as bad as... In not having a holiday or something like that. <laughs> so, but I mean, good, good overall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, well, just crazy. It's so funny too because I thought the same thing, and I, you know, everybody makes the joke about, oh, it's Christmas time and it's a lot of work, and it is. Yeah. Uh, we had Christmas Eve as always here. We host the family Christmas Eve here, which is you know an honor. But it's a bunch of work because you have to clean the house. And with two kids, I'm constantly on them to clean. Get, get clean and get going. You know, and in this case, it's not just a, when you get to it or, come on, I, I need to be patient. It's, no, 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 we're having guests over, get moving. You know, that was... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you're just going, 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 going. And then on, on Christmas Day, you wake up. And by the time we got to sleep Christmas Eve, 
holy crap, was it late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was it was bad. So then Mikey's up early and, you know, waking us up. And it was the first time in a long time where I actually felt like the cliche of I just can't move. You know, I, I literally just was like, oh, God, I just my kingdom for another five minutes in bed. Just ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And normally if somebody wakes you up, all right, give me three minutes to slowly get myself out of bed. This, uh-huh. this was worse. This was, oh, oh, God. It was like a half hour later. We're like, okay, okay. And he was patient. But then open up the gifts, get going, and now jump in the shower and run up to my sister's for 1 o'clock. So you're, you're right. You just go, 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 go. You know, it's it's a it's a and I'm not yeah. like you said, it, not beat Debbie Downer, but that's the facts. It's it's hard work. And I'm sure everybody in in some case has that same feeling, you know, the running around to the different families and, and whatever. And it's crazy. And I, I know everybody knows what we're talking about. That you, it, Unless you're lucky enough to be the one who hosts all the holidays and you just stay at your house. And uh, I mean, that's work too. You have to prepare food and stuff like that. If, if it's not known that or not decided that everybody will bring something or whatever, it's still work. You have to be clean and things like that. But man, what I wouldn't give to just be able to have stayed in one place and had everybody come to me, I I would, uh, I would do any amount of uh, cooking or cleaning to, to have that be the case. Yeah. How about uh, 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 presents? You said you got a lot of presents. Uh, yeah. I mean, not. I, I guess a lot. I, I suppose I got a good amount, but um, not that that I care about the number. Uh-huh. I care more about um, the fact that people thought of something that I would want or need and got it for me. It doesn't really matter the amount or how much it costs, just that they, you know, a person, whoever it may be, said, this is what he would like and could use and got it for me, and it's thoughtful and all that stuff. Um, Which, this year, (laughs) I was trying something, and it kind of a little bit blew up in my face. Um, I only told Mara what I wanted for Christmas, basically. Um, oh. I didn't give her a list, but, you know, on the run up to Christmas, I was like, I could really use, you know, th- this is something that I want, this is something that I want, whatever. Like, I, I gave her a, a lot of ideas um, that she had slyly written down or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. um, kept in her mind for, for Christmas time. And then, you know, December rolled around and my mom goes uh give me a list and i was like no she's like why (laughs) i was like because if i give you the list of things that i want mara knows them all and i don't know what she's getting me i can't say hey what are you gonna get me for christmas because then what's the point like i I don't i hate doing that being like here's a list of things i want get them for me and give them to me on this day like what that's not the same thing right so i said if you want to know what I want, Mara has a list. I don't know what she's bought already, but she couldn't have possibly bought everything. Get in touch with her. You have her number. They converse. Like, they text each other. And I'm like, just 
ask her. That way, I don't have to know what I'm getting or where it's coming from. Uh-huh. You guys just talk and and be done with it. Well, somehow they ended up buying me the same thing anyway. And there was a big to-do, like, the week or two before Christmas, and Mara was mad because she's like, well, I have to take mine back because I can't make your mom take the thing back or whatever. It ended up being an external hard drive. Okay. I just... And my, my mom got me a bigger one. She got me a four-terabyte hard drive. Um, and Mara had only got me a one-terabyte hard drive, which still is more memory than I might ever need. But for doing video stuff, hopefully this year, um, the more memory, the better. So uh, she let my mom give me the external hard drive, and she returned it, uh, the other one. But so... There was a big thing about that, and Mara wasn't happy, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I don't know how that happened. I don't know, like, how could that possibly have happened? I, I gave only one person an idea of what I wanted, and two people got the same thing. I, I'll never know. Um, but anyway, so I got I got that hard drive, which was awesome, because I, I definitely need it. You need a lot of memory for video recording. Um, and I just, I wanted a hard drive to throw all my music on just in case my computer crashes like it can always tend to do. Uh, and now I'll just never have to worry about it because all my music's on the external hard drive. <laughs> um, and I got, from Mara, I got, uh, uh, like five of the Batman graphic novels that I wanted. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly which ones because I filled in a couple gaps on my own with, um, my my grandmother always gives me like a hundred bucks for Christmas, so I took that to a, a couple different places and filled in some of the gaps. I love to talk about. That. Um, but I've just been reading those. So she got me bat books. She got me um, a controller for the Wii U, a Pro controller, which is a lot easier to use than the uh, the gamepad. She got me Hyrule Warriors, which is also for Wii U. I've wanted that for a while. Um, she got me. Uh, a vaporizer pen so that I can stop smoking real cigarettes or at least try, uh, slow down smoking real nice. cigarettes. Um, yeah, it helps, too. I mean, it's great because one of, one of the good things is, especially during this the winter time, is I don't have to go outside to, to smoke when I'm certain places. Like, when I'm in my own house, I could smoke inside if I want, but everywhere else, it's, you know, you have to go outside. And also, there are just some times where it's just like, you don't want to smoke a whole cigarette, so you just use that thing, and it's one thing, it, you know, it uh, gets rid of cravings and stuff like that, so, and you're not inhaling chemicals and <laughs> life-threatening, uh, yeah, chemicals, I guess. Um, so there's that, and then... Uh, man, uh, she, if she listens to this, she'll probably kill me for forgetting everything. Um, yeah, she's not going to listen. <laughs> no, probably not. No. Um, just, yeah. So she got, but like, those were the important things. And a lot of it was a surprise. I didn't know she was going to get me the, the bat books. Um, I didn't know what game she was going to get me. I didn't know she was I, like, it was just, again, it was just stuff that I had said, like, oh, I need this. Mm-hmm. But because it was so close to the holidays, like, I didn't want to go out and buy it for myself just in case. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so my mom got me uh, the hard drive, obviously. Uh, she got me um, Captain America slippers. Okay. She got me a nice cardigan. She got me a, a bathrobe. Um, she got me... What else? Uh, a little coffee table book, like a Jimmy Fallon book. I don't know why. She must have thought it was funny. I like Jimmy Fallon, but I just it wasn't something like I was hoping for or whatever. But it, it's cool. It's nice. Uh, and then she got me... And I can't believe this, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's the, I've never ever, like, wanted to return something in my entire life that I've gotten for Christmas. Never ever until this year. Um, she got me a, uh, what is it? I think it's Fisher Price. Uh, Little Tykes, the, or Little People, I'm sorry, the Little People set. You probably are familiar with them because Mikey and your daughter are at that age, or yeah. at least were pretty recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're the little unarticulated people. They just have like chubby little bodies and yes, heads. Yes, that's what Everly has. That yes. And she she got she got me a, a little people um, nativity set, and I opened it up and I was like, I have to. You have to return this. I She's know. Like, no, you have to keep it. I'm like, no, I. What I'm never ever gonna do anything with this. Exactly. Like, and I didn't want to be sitting there on Christmas like, Mom, I'm not religious, so I'm never gonna use a nativity set. But I was just like, what am I gonna do with this? And she's like, Well, you'll have it when you have kids. I'm like, No, no. either return it or or you keep it and give it to my kids when I have them. Right. But I don't want this. Like, I don't need. What is? What a waste! Why it's, did you spend the money on this? And I'm like, I like toys. I get that. I really do, and sometimes I will buy some, like, Goofy, or even, like, the little superhero stuff that's for kids, but just because it's, like, oh, it's an adorable little Captain America or whatever. But, like, this is, it was crazy, and I'm, I'm like, I was trying to be really nice about it, but I was like, Mom, this, why did you get this? And she's like, well, I ordered it out of a magazine, so I'm not returning it, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, man, it was, like, such a waste and I feel bad, and it, that was another like situation where um, not giving a list blew up in my face because that's like so far out. And she she was trying to like explain it, like, "Oh, you loved these when you were a kid," and I'm like, "I get that, but that was like 25 years ago." <laughs> like, I I get the idea that I like toys, but not toddler toys. <laughs> It'd be akin to buying me like one of those, uh, you know, spinning things where you you hit the button and the arrow spins and it lands on the cow and it says the cow goes moo. Like, well, I don't. What am I gonna do with that? Yeah, I know. Uh, and then she also got me a Lego set that I did return because I didn't want the set. It was a Hobbit set, and I'm I'm not super thrilled with how the movies came out, and I didn't particularly want the set, but I didn't tell her that, and she won't listen to this either. So. Um, I used that and I got, um, a video game instead. I got Epic Mickey 2, uh, which I wanted to play for a while. And I figured if I was going to return something she bought me, I might as well get something that she would at least approve of or be like, oh, okay, cool. At least you got that. So, right. Cause she's in, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, she's a Disney fanatic and loves Mickey Mouse. I so, did not know that. So there was that. And then, um, 
from Mara's parents, I got uh, an Assassin's Creed Mega Bloks set, which I, I did want. Um, I love Assassin's Creed, and they, for anyone who, if you do collect that kind of stuff or know about it, they Mega Bloks has been doing phenomenal. They've been doing like Halo and Call of Duty, and they also just got Assassin's Creed, so. Um, I got one of those sets, and they got me uh, a book about, I think it's the, like the history of video games or something like that, I forget. Or, I'm sorry, it's called Console Wars, and it's about, like, in the early 90s, the battle between Nintendo and Sega. And finally, the another thing I'm super excited about, it's a gigantic book called The Batman Files. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it, but they have it at Books A Million. It's, it's huge, and it's supposed to be, like... Batman's journal. It's supposed to be written oh. the uh, the perspective of Bruce Wayne, and it it goes from like his beginning uh, before he even starts being Batman, all the way up to Damien and like present day. It must have just come out this year, and it like details everybody. It details like you know, Dick Grayson, uh, Tim Drake, Jason Todd, Damien, Barbara Gordon, all the different. Uh, Batgirls and, and Alfred and all the villains, like, from his perspective and what he thinks about them and stuff like that. So it's, it's, I haven't gotten into it yet because I'm trying to read through the graphic novels first, but then I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to that. Yeah. That should be pretty good to read. Man, you know, it's funny too because when you're talking about gifts that you're like, why did you get that? And you're right, you don't want to say anything that could possibly be hurtful because, again, it's a gift and you assume people put a lot of thought into it. But I know that that whole feeling of, do you even know me? I yeah. Like, like I, I completely understand what you're talking about with the nativity set. It's like it's not like you boy, said, boy, you know what I need for my place? A nativity set, and I, boy, I do love. I wish they came out with like a toy version of it. That's yeah. one thing. But my, I remember years ago, <clears throat> and my mom does this occasionally, but she also understands that it's a shot in the dark. She'll get me goofy things because like you said you don't want to necessarily give a list and say just get me this cindy always says i like to surprise you and get you things that i think you're gonna like okay because there's some thought well i remember years ago god i had to have been a teenager my mother got me oh i (laughs) i played pool okay okay i and i was pretty good at it uh surprisingly uh considering we had a pool table in our basement and then the year I was old enough to start reaching to play, my father had me take it apart. Oh, uh, yeah, oh it's, that's, a, that's a bitter, bitter pill. But anyway, as a teenager, I started going out and playing pool and have some type of knack for it. Uh, well, she decided for Christmas, here's a surprise that I got you. And I remember opening it Christmas morning, and it was... You know those those catalogs where it's here's a catalog full of crap you don't need that you really can't do anything with, but you know put it on your desk or put it on a shelf. Yeah, dust collectors basically. Well, this was a little pool table about you know not even the length of, of my wrist to my elbow, a solid wood with real felt and little tiny ball and sticks and. And boom, you open it up. And the whole idea, I guess, it, it's supposed to sit on your uh, 
on your desk if you are the corporate type who has room on their desk for crap? Yeah. And I said, what what am I going to do? I mean, thank you, but I don't know what this is for. I don't know. You like pools, so I thought maybe you, you know, you might be able I could take it back. I don't know. She already knew as I opened it that this probably wasn't the best use of money. Right. And uh, did you get further away from your phone? No. Ooh, I don't think so. The, the volume dropped out. Anyway. Uh, so, okay. Because, I mean, even if I had a giant, giant desk, which I didn't, I was a teenager, you know, who has room for that? And then, and then last year, the year before, she got me a tripod with battery operated lights in case your car breaks down on the side of the road and you need to work under your car. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bright lime green. Just, yeah, yeah, I could take it back if you want. Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, you could. I, I mean, I could, it's just going to sit in my car, which I think is where it is now, just in yeah, case. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I I like to fix things myself, but I also know not to get myself in over my head, like, say, plumbing or electricity, because you can die. Uh, or break it worse. Well, electricity, yes. Plumbing, plumbing is a little harder to die from unless right, I you're mean, standing like, in a flooded basement used to leave. Right. And it's, no, I mean, like, you know, it'll it'll end up worse off than you started. That's that's more what I meant by that. But uh, Right, of course. So, you know, I don't really see myself on a highway going, oh, my car broke down, let me climb under there, lay on the ground underneath my vehicle while it's propped up, and, oh, thank God, I have these little lights. Yeah. But I hung on to it just in case there's a time when I do need to have a light, and you know, just somewhere in the house or whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah, whatever. But I completely empathize with that moment. That's the other thing, too. You know what? Go ahead. I I think sometimes people might just buy things to buy them. Yeah, like to say, like, I don't know if I got this person enough. Right. Uh, So, well, okay, this might be useful. It's like, in those moments, either just don't or gift card like that I, I know like that's kind of the that's kind of the cop out people do feel like it's kind of a cop out but like i mean if someone handed me a toys r us gift card or oh. a target gift card or, or any like my brother used to get me um a burger king gift card you know, it, not every year but you know he would do it and it's like awesome. Now I don't have to use my money for lunch or this thing or that thing or whatever. Like it's not that bad if you if you can't think of one more thing but you need to get something like gift card. It's not it's really not that bad. It's bad if it's the only thing you give people. Like here I don't know you at all, so go buy yourself a bunch of crap. But like it's like, oh, I know they go to this store a lot. Maybe there's something they have in mind, but they're just, you know, didn't get around to getting it. Here's a gift card on top of some other stuff that I've gotten you that I know you'll like or whatever. So, exactly. I don't know. And you know what? The older I get, the more I'm thinking, boy, I've had some really stinkers through the years. I would give anything just for a gift card. 
Yeah. And, like, I got the new thing that I've been getting the last couple of years is um, Dunkin' Donuts gift card because I get my, yeah, you know. Great as well. And Cindy got me, besides other things, a Hot Topic gift card because I'm, I also got a $15 okay. off uh, my next purchase, uh, you know, thing from there because, I mean, I went there and got a lot of stuff for Cindy, Doctor Who stuff and. Walking Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherlock, um, like T-shirts and whatever. But uh, while I'm there, I'm like, oh, I want this and I want that. And holy crap, you know, because it's Hot Topic for us who likes who like comics and sci-fi and stuff can be a beautiful place. Yeah. Well, I have to wait until the 15th to go use that um, that 15% off thing. Right. Well, I'm doing it. I can't wait. I, I, I went there the other day just to walk around and go, oh, okay, I'm getting that Captain America shirt. You know when he was the, uh, what was what was his title? Where it was just the star with the stripes? Yeah, yeah the, the agent, or, well, he was director of S.H.I.E.L.D. His S.H.I.E.L.D. But it was something soldier, uh, just uh, super soldier. Super soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting that shirt, I swear to God. As long as they don't get out of it, that's I've wanted that because that's a cool logo to begin with, right? And you know some other shirts. I'm like I'm getting that. I'm getting the Alex Ross Batman shirt. I'm getting you know. So oh, I I have the Alex Ross Batman shirt. Which one? The one with the villains, where he's choking the joke. Villains one, where he's choking the the Joker. Yes, and all the yes. other ones, are, all the villains are around him. I'm I bought that. that, and I bought the. Uh, it's the last page of the Killing Joke. Uh, it's not a white laugh. t-shirt. What's that? Where they're laughing? Yes. Okay. I got those two. And they had that at Hot Topic? They did. I, that's where I got them. Oh, I'm I'm so pumped. Not to mention they have a whole section of Doctor Who crap that I'm yes. eyeing. Yeah, they're pretty heavily stocked with Doctor Who. Oh, oh and they ran out of Walking Dead stuff. I said wow. Well, thing. that's... Not surprising. But I said to the girl, uh, is this all? Yeah. I said, all right, well, you'll restock them. Yeah, probably not for a while. I don't know. What, what do you mean, I don't know? You think people are going <laughs> to buy your Walking Dead crap? I'm here. Hi. I want to buy it. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, we probably will. Probably just wait until the show's about to, you know, debut. I'm like, well, that's February, so get going. <laughs> um. Anyway, what else did you get? Um, my brother got me a nice watch, um, like, a, a very nice watch. I shouldn't undersell it. It's a, it's a really nice Nautica watch. Uh, I don't wear a lot of watches, but when I do, I am pretty particular about them. Like, I don't wear gold or silver or anything like that. Like, I like a leather banded watch, um, and nothing like, nothing like those big chunky leather banded watches that were, were in style a couple years ago, like just a standard leather banded watch, and that's what he got me, and it's really, really nice, and I haven't even worn it yet, I feel bad, but like I haven't also had an occasion to wear it, I don't want to wear it to work and have it get banged up and dirty, it's a very, very nice watch, so waiting to take it out of the box and do something nice with it, so. I know exactly what you're talking about, because there's things like even shoes, I got shoes, every year my aunt gets me new dress shoes, and I'm like, okay, well, 
it's winter time. I'm not breaking those bad boys out yet. Oh yeah. You know, I'll wait until it's spring and the the ground is clean and dry. But um, let me think. All right, we're trying to. I gotta run down my list and Mikey's because he got some cool stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff that, that okay. You know, Santa Santa gave him uh, that he had to wait for this day to give because his birthday happened too, and so did mine. So. Yeah. You know, we have our family party together. One party for both of us. Um, we think he got, what did he get? He got, oh, <laughs> a, a quick story about this bad boy. Got the sonic screwdriver of the 11th Doctor, which is a real. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's 30 some dollars. It's a real working screwdriver. I mean, you take it apart, and inside they have the bits that you can actually use it as a screwdriver. Uh, which was great until we were on, okay, cool. We were on our way up to my sister's, and he said, "I'm I'm bringing it with me, but I'm not going to open it because I don't want to lose the parts." And we're like, "Good, all right, very smart." And then we hear "ping," and pieces go all over the place. Oh, so okay. When he did that, the spring popped out of it, the guts fell out of it, and the metal bit of the of the screwdriver got wedged down in it. It's it's one you know the just the it's a small green bit. So he walks Okay, I see yeah. Yeah, he has to walk into my my sister's house Christmas morning crying because of what he did. And then I gotta walk in there and right away fix it because he's not gonna stop being sad until I fix his new toy, which he thinks is broken forever. Um, let me think. He got, oh, ha ha ha. He got Marty McFly and Doc Brown action figures. The little Funko ones? Mm hmm. Yep. Uh, so that and a, the, the 10th Doctor that was such a pain to find. Yeah. He got that. So, oh, he also got the TARDIS. And oh, cool. Yeah, that was my mother gave him that for his birthday. No, gave it that Christmas Eve. It's okay. The, it's the TARDIS with the eleventh uh, Doctor and a hologram Clara. I haven't even gotten to that episode yet, but that had to be last because we knew anything else he got wouldn't have mattered if he opened that first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of lot of stuff like that. Oh, got some Legos. Nice. Uh, as you saw, I sent you the picture of the we put together his um, Stargate Legos, the uh, Death Collider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my uncle, if I could find it, what you, I guess they're upstairs. Sent him Legos too. Great. I thought it would be like you know superhero or turtles or whatever and it's a truck which is great and it's actual legos because we've had this discussion right we even he even got 50 dollars from my aunt so we went up to try and spend it mm -hmm. thought maybe we'll get you some legos even the simplest small box yeah so overpriced just on principle or like nope can't yeah legos are they're, they've come a long way. Holy crap. 
I mean, like, there's nothing here that we can... I, things I want, absolutely. But I wouldn't feel right of him spending his 50 bucks. You know. Yeah, yeah. If he really, really gets into them later, maybe we will. But, um... Got a couple of those. Uh, got, uh, I'll think of it as a, as a that for him. But I got... Uh, what did I get? Cindy got me, did a, a, a mix because I, I do do a list. Because, okay. you know, one, I want to make sure I'm, I'm getting some stuff that I really want. Uh, and I figure if I don't get it, I'm just going to buy it myself. So here's an option. You know? Right. Uh, and I do the thing with, you know, my mother will say, well, what do you want? Or my aunt will say, what do you want? And I'll give them a rundown, but I'm also going to say what you said. Check. Because Cindy has a list. You can talk it over with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother doesn't do the internet shopping. So she'll have one of us do it for somebody. Um, but yeah, I got a nice mix. She got me some shirts. She got me the, the, uh, <laughs> it says, and I'm sure you've seen this, um, always be yourself. Unless you can be Batman. Then always yeah. be Batman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that one. I got, uh, oh, uh, the Doctor Who speech about timey-wimey, the theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I also got, what was the other shirt? Oh, a Stargate shirt that says there's no place like, and then it's all the Chevron symbols for a destination. Okay. So that's like an insider joke type of thing. Either people will get it or they won't. Um, all right, got other stuff. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Oh, I got um, Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 on, on Blu-ray. Oh, I'm sorry. Somebody must not like you very much. Wow. <laughs> Buzzing. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't, you know, and it's funny, too, because in the past week or two, I've just seen article after article about people saying how that's destroyed the franchise and now, you know, with the whole Sony thing. That's hyperbole, but I mean... If someone got you uh, uh, a gift certificate for a colonic, it might have been a better use of money. <laughs> All right, Nick, tell me how you really feel about that movie. <laughs> Come on, stop. Uh, uh, it's absolute. It's it's almost absolute garbage. Um, wow, that bad now. Okay. Wow. No, uh, everything. Okay. Andrew Garfield, awesome. The whole him and Emma Stone storyline, awesome. Him as Spider-Man, awesome. Whatever they did with the story, other than that, like the villain stuff, awful. And it sucks because they had such good actors doing it all. And they rushed, I don't know, they rushed everything because they're trying to play catch-up. The same problem that DC is probably going to have. Everything's going to feel rushed. Nothing's going to be explained. And I'm not asking for over-exposition, just the right amount, which they skip over, and it just it just turns out to be a live-action, poorly written cartoon. Half of the movie. Half of Amazing Spider-Man. And I really hope that doesn't happen with Batman Superman. And it probably won't, because I just heard they're splitting it into two parts. See, so. that's the latest rumor. Now I just saw something like uh, Cavill, Henry Cavill said, no, they're not. But no. 
that's what he said. But again, I'll wait until the okay. Yeah, like he has any sort of say over that. Like, hey, you're in the movie. We're gonna take the stuff we filmed and you make it two parts. What what's he gonna be like? No, you can't do that. (laughs) I I you know what? Between you and me, I I agree. I think they should. If for all that I hear, if any, and again, who knows what to believe? But I wouldn't mind it being broken up into two parts. Take your time. Who cares? It, as long as the story is told well, I don't care how many parts it's told in. Because like, right now the cast is way too big to make a satisfactory two-hour movie. Exactly. It would be it would be crammed full and, and unsatisfying, other than to be like, uh, unless you go in there and just like you're, I don't know, brain dead and go, oh, Wonder Woman, uh, Aquaman. Batman, uh, uh, it was great. Like, okay, you can't just do that. You can't just say, like, oh, they're there, so it's good. I agree. It's to be well done. And you know what? I'm also waiting for the dust to settle, because every day I hear something different about, boy, I really mm, hope this is true, getting Spider-Man into the Marvel movies. Um, Because apparently... We're saying it, yeah, and then uh, latest I just heard was that they're rushing production on Amazing Spider-Man 3 uh, is what I heard and trying to still go ahead with Sinister Six and whatever else it's going to be just absolute crap yeah see I'll be uh, I'll be like I said for me to even worry about it right now I'm, the fact that it's even a possibility you know if Sony's yeah. in such crap water where they're like okay Marvel we're willing to cut a deal I would yeah. think Disney would have go okay yeah because, I mean, if they're doing Civil War, one of the best parts of Civil War was the whole Spider-Man angle. Right, yeah. You know? Just well, well the, the, the thing is, like, at, at this point, it doesn't matter. For Spider-Man, just, he doesn't have to be part of Civil War because the reason it was so important in the books for Spider-Man to be in Civil War was... He's an established character within that universe that everybody loves. I don't, I mean, if there are people who hate Spider-Man, they must, I don't know what's wrong with those people in their lives, but um, everybody loves Spider-Man. He means a lot. The whole thing is no one knows my secret identity except for whatever Mary Jane knew it, I believe, and maybe one or two other people, but nobody else knows it. The world has never known it, and it was a huge deal for him to come out and be like, I'm Spider-Man. They try to do that in the movie, and it's not connected to the Andrew Garfield stuff, which it wouldn't be. Uh, it's People are going to be like, okay, so what? Who cares? Like, I mean, I'm sure Marvel could pull it off and have it be heartwarming or whatever. Not Maybe not heartwarming, that's the wrong word, but like, you know, a big deal. But it still wouldn't be completely right because he didn't exist within that universe in a in a right. manner that would that would justify it being a big deal. I agree, and it, but for me, it's not even that. Like, okay, if they're gonna if they do have him in it, he doesn't have to unmask. For me, it's the he's torn between you know he's following yeah. Tony Stark until the end, and he goes, oh wait, crap, no, I agree with Cap. He was that guy in the middle being pulled either way. That's what yeah. I think they would use it for. Because you're right. If they did the whole unmasking thing, be like, he's not established enough. Who cares? Right. Like, there's no big impact. But I don't know. I, I hope. I mean, they're still, you know, they haven't even started yet. So we'll see. Yeah, I, we'll see. I, 
I hope they do it. I mean, God. They were, from what I read, and it was part of that whole, like, leaked emails thing or whatever, the whole hacking thing, um, it was that this month, and I forget the exact date, but January, they were supposed to have a summit or something where they talk about what they're going to do with Spider-Man and, and figure all that stuff out, so... Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm not gonna hold my breath, and I'm not gonna be upset either way. I'm just, I'll just mock Sony for the rest of their existence, which may not be very long. What's that? Which may not be very long with the way it sounds. No, they'll. I, I mean, it, uh, they'll be fine. They're just doing crappy things with Spider-Man. Everything else they do is fine. Like PlayStation is holding them up all the other movies they do are, are good so it's it's not like their whole existence hinges on spider-man or not no. but they should just be smarter than that be like okay we obviously have no idea what to do so let's uh let's just team up who cares <laughs> but just team up anyway uh i interrupted your list no so it's okay um i'm trying to think of some I got I got Spider Man. I got what else I got? What else I got? Oh, Agents of Shield first season. Cool. Uh, I'll think of it as I go. But one of the things you were talking about surprise gifts. Cindy got me um, Jim Gaffigan's book um, that I guess was a bestseller. Uh, Dad is fat. Yes. And it's pretty thin, but it's you know it could be a quick read. So that that wasn't asked for, but that was a surprise. And the other surprise that I got was, you know, at Walmart or Target or wherever, they have those, which is very smart, by the way. Here's four movies together for $10, $15. Yeah. Uh, if they pack them correctly, it's fantastic. Uh, I saw they had the Blues Brothers and the Fletch movies together. Like, that type oh. of thing. I, yeah. I, Cindy and I were there the other day, like I said, for the kids. And I'm like, look. For the future, just keep these in mind because I don't have them, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have them on disc. I have them on VHS, which means I don't have them. Um, right. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I gotta I gotta get uh, at least on DVD, if not Blu-ray. Um, most of the James Bond series I I own on video cassette, and I don't own on DVD at all. So. I'm gonna put. I just realized uh, a little while ago that ooh, I could put James Bond on our our uh, logo group. Yeah, Bond would be good. Um, so yeah, and the the four movies that were on there were Super Troopers, which we've seen. Mm -hmm. A couple others that. Oh, how about uh, how about Farva on Agent Carter? Who what now? Farva from Super Troopers. The big fat one. Oh, was he the guy in the diner? Yes. Ah, all right. I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He didn't have the mustache, that, so I didn't recognize him. Right. So, but the one movie on the four discs, she's like, look, I thought, you know, surprise. I'm like, okay, good. I just didn't expect it. So, you know, I have to actually rewatch some of them. But the one that's on there that I haven't seen is a Nick Swartzen movie, or at least he's in it, uh, Grandma's Boy. You haven't seen Grandma's I have not seen it. Boy? I haven't seen it yet. Oh man. I uh that was that movie's that movie's 
pretty funny, but I don't know if it's up your alley. But uh, you let me know how you feel about yeah, it. It's crass. I know that going into it. I mean, Nick Swartzen's in it, and as much as I like his stand-up, he tends to do crass stuff. Yeah. And I remember when that movie was out, I'm like, oh, this could be really funny, and I could see where it's going to cross lines, and I'm going to have to just, okay, kids won't be watching it with me. No, 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 no. But there are two other movies on there that I can't think of what they are. But anyway, that was a surprise. Um, Got some shirts and pants and shoes from, you know, my family and the gift cards. Uh, We got a gift card for, like, uh, you know, go to a local restaurant and go to a movie. That was a nice gift. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I did well. Oh, until I think of other things... (laughs) What I did was, I said, okay, well, if I was also given some money from my aunt to spend. So what I did was I took my list, and I went, okay, I didn't get this and this and this. I didn't get Captain America Winter Soldier. (laughs) Ordered that. Uh, So I got that. And, of course, I go through eBay, if at all possible. Okay. Because it's the cheapest option. Oh, I got some video games. I got... uh, um, Left for Dead 2. Okay. Uh, what else did I get? I got Batman Arkham Origins that I ordered for myself. Nice. Uh, that I just finished playing that game. I liked it. I liked it a lot. A lot of people um, have, like, crapped on it for whatever reason, but I like it. And there are a lot of other critics who say, like, there's nothing wrong with this game, whatever people are complaining about. Yeah. The, it's good. I, the complaint that they said was... Well, it's just like Gotham or uh, Batman Arkham City. Okay, well, I'm playing Arkham City now, and I don't care. I'm thrilled. It's not just like Arkham City. I mean, it takes place in a lot of the the same area, mm-hmm. but it's obviously pre uh, Arkham as a Arkham City as a jail area. Right. Um, but the, I mean, the story's way different, but. The gameplay is exactly the same, which if you love the gameplay, then what's to complain about? I don't know. Exactly. And besides, it's Batman, so I already am in. Uh, I ordered and just got The Walking Dead Survival Instinct. It's It focuses on Daryl Dixon. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yay. Uh, anyhow, that was $3. I didn't really break the bank or anything on, on these... That was the thing. I would bid on something, and if it, it's used, so if it went past a certain amount, I'm like, done, nope, I'll just wait for it to come around again. You know? Because Walmart's selling a lot of their high-end games for, like, $10, $20. Okay? That's that's why I got a Left for Dead 2. Yeah. Um, But what else did I order? Oh, <laughs> two things that were on my list. That, that have been on my list for years. And I'm like, you know what? I'm ordering them now. I've waited. I've been patient. I have the money to get them. I didn't get them for Christmas or my birthday. I, you know, I got uh, volume three and four of Batman the Animated Series. So, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get that, too. It's on my list, but I just... Oh, it's fantastic. And especially... If you remember the the fourth uh, season or whatever volume, it was when they introduced Nightwing and they got the art to be a, a lot crisper. Yeah, yeah. You know, with, so like the new adventures of Batman. That's what they called it. Yeah, 
Uh, but it's basically, it's just the continuation of the series. Right. Uh, so, got those, uh, but ordered them for myself, and got them from the same dealer for really cheap, unopened. So now that's done. Um, I got some other stuff. I got, huh, 11 Columbo movies from the 90s at Walmart. For fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. Like, okay, six discs on on one. It's thin too. They didn't bother to spend a lot of money on the packaging to make it wide and thick and fat. But they're like, boom. I'm like, okay. So all the movies from eighty uh, ninety one to ninety eight. Okay, blah 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 blah. That's a good price. I thought I was just getting one or two. It's eleven movies. Done. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I'm thrilled, though. I mean, give me bargains like that. Oh, I made the mistake of stopping by Best Buy. They have complete series of things. I'm like, oh, really? Walk, oh, yeah. Walk away because it wasn't Christmas yet. And I'm like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not tempting myself. They had, <laughs> they had all of Quantum Leap, uh, all of Columbo, all of, like, you name it, chances are they had it. You know, some were better priced than others. Um, but anyway, I didn't even get into i I didn't even consider the idea of what I bought myself. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I got I got myself a bunch of cool random toy stuff, but like what? Um, like uh, I. I bought uh hold on well i got um a lot of the new um batman figures like the four inch line stuff uh the arkham origins batman figure which i love it's probably my favorite batman figure is he stocky Uh, looking because i've seen if it's the one i saw at walmart or toys r us or whatever he looked like he was stocky is it the origins bat suit or was it the arkham knight Because I haven't seen the figures uh, in stores at all, the Arkham Origins Batman at all. Okay, then it must uh, and then it must have been Arkham Knight. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, right? Does his legs and arms look a little thick? Yeah, a little bit. But I, I, I that's I don't know. Proportionately, for me, I, I like that look. It's aesthetically correct, as opposed to like some of the Marvel Universe figures that are super skinny, and I'm just like, ugh, God. Pop apart. So, um, yeah, well, that too. But a lot of them are just too thin, in my opinion. Uh, So I got that. uh, That was before Christmas, though, but because I haven't seen them in stores, I was like, I have to. I got them on Amazon when they were retail price, and pretty happy with that. Hmm. Um, I got, I ordered from Chinese eBay. They... There was a, a set of the movie Star Turtles. I don't know if you remember from the, the second Ninja Turtles movie. They were the ones that were a little bit rubbery. Oh, and they had, like, the skin, the texture. Yeah. Is that the one where there's actually bumps and, like, circles on them? On their yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, love uh, those. I guess some someone in China got the molds, and they've been making sets of the four turtles and Splinter and... Uh, and uh foot soldier and um 
I'd been like waiting and waiting and waiting. And I finally had like some extra money and stuff because of the holidays. And I, uh, I ordered a set and they came and they're in good condition, but they're not rubbery. They're all plastic. Like they're, they're all the same hard plastic and stuff. Um, so I was a little disappointed because of that, but it also it it doesn't matter too much. Like they look nice, and I just I think I'm gonna paint them up and make them look a little bit nicer because they're a little bit bright. Mm. But it's just cool because I have the originals still, but like none of them have their belts. The bandanas are broken off. Like it, they're they've been played with because I was okay. less than ten years old when they came out, right. so they were, they were heavily played with. Um, but I loved them, so I was like, I'm gonna get them, and if I can use them in the animation, I will. Right. Um, Here's the TARDIS. Thing. I got those. What's that? Just want to show you. Here's the TARDIS that he got. Oh, it's the TARDIS. Yeah, and that's cool because you open the doors open up and everything, so you can, you know, put the guys in there. Problem is they only open one way, so he crammed like four guys in there, and then we couldn't get them out. <laughs> oh well, live and learn. It worked. Double. Go ahead. Um. Oh, I got, got a, a uh, I got a uh, a Millennium Falcon playset that I've wanted since I was probably Mikey's age. Oh um, God! I what I it was was uh, what's that? I want one too. I've always wanted one. It was uh, a set that this might ring a bell to any of the Star Wars collectors out there. It was a set that came out back when the Star Wars figures like had just come out. Might have been a year or two later uh, or so. Um, you take it, and it it was the interior, or it is the interior of the Millennium Falcon cockpit, mm-hmm. and you put it on your keyboard, and you can play, they give you a game with it as well, like a, a CD-ROM game, oh. and you play a game that coincides with buttons on, like, they're hidden well, so it doesn't look like it's it's buttons and stuff, but you press buttons on the, on the console and all around this playset, and it's supposed to activate you know, guns and other sort of things while you're playing this game. And I'm not ever going to play the game, or I'm never going to put the thing on my keyboard, but I just wanted the playset as, like, the interior of the Millennium Falcon. I've wanted it since I was a child, and I finally found it on Amazon for, like, I think I bought it, it was $11. When it came out, it was, like, 40 or 50 or something like that. So I was like, I can't, like, I cannot pass this up. So I just got that recently. Um, I'm gonna paint it up a little bit, dirty it up, make it look more real, cause it's very plasticky looking right now. But I can't wait to take, like, take pictures of the figures with it and stuff like that. Well, the one that so I got that, I got a couple other, like, random Batman figures that I had wanted. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw the new, the DC collectibles came out with it, but it was the animated series Batman. Ooh, I, okay, the really I saw articulated it. one. Well, that was my question to you. The one from the, you know, the more crisp art with uh, Tim Drake and everything, that one looked like the cape goes over his arms and he's not yeah. able to move, lift his arms. So that's they give I mean. you two capes. Get out of here! They give you two to, uh, to pose. One goes over his back so that you can move the arms better, and then the other one is for posing him with it, like, sort of draped over his arms just... In okay. case you want to do that. I want that now. They give you, like, I don't even, I, I don't know the count off the top of my head, but a ton of different hands, a ton of different accessories, a stand, the two capes, um, batter, 
brings, you know, the works, basically. And it was, uh, I, most people got it for 25 Dave had him for 20 and then whatever discount he gave me, so that was fantastic. Um, Size? And I love it. I mean, like, I, I don't normally collect six-inch stuff, but... Six-inch, okay. But it was, it's a great, great figure. Oh, it looks yeah. great. I want, I, I, I have a, uh, what do you call it? a mannequin, the little statue... Yeah, the the maquette. Maquette. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I didn't want to sound too stupid. But, yeah, and he's standing there. And, you know, it's from the Justice League, but it looks pretty much like he looked in the animated series during the fourth. Yeah, that's... You're, you, you, he, the one that you have is from the, the JLU style? Is that what it is? Justice League Unlimited? Uh... No, no, I think it was from the original first season of Justice League. It wasn't even as pointy-eared oh, okay. as right. it came. That's what I'm saying. I was like, okay, well, when they molded this, I, I don't know. Okay. They weren't as strict. I don't know. I'll show it to you sometime, but it, it looks cool, and it serves its purpose. I, I, yeah, I, I, I know what you're talking about. It was like that in-between between... Um, the animated series and then Justice League Unlimited, which is even more uh, like dynamic of an art style, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember when they made the ears super long. I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they needed to do that. But whatever. That's really wasn't what mattered ultimately. Uh, <laughs> oh, some of the things uh, Mikey got too. He got Deathstroke. Okay. And he got. He got a couple turtle guys too. He got another uh, super villain, uh, but he also got uh, um, Slash. Okay. And uh, um, oh, um, Dog Pound when he became his. Razar. Thank you, Raz. Yeah, he got him. Awesome. Yeah. So I mean, he's you know he made out really well. Oh, and with the Millennium Falcon. I thought you were going to say you got the actual giant playset where the lid is the top of the Millennium Falcon and it comes off. And Oh, I, I have that already. I thought you did. I thought I saw it in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's what I always wanted. No, but this, I mean, it, this is like, it's the interior and it has like the whole dashboard with the, you know, the two seats sitting there and like there's a walkway and a little gunner station and stuff. Like it's it's pretty cool. Um, it's a nice little display piece that I can put Han Solo and Chewbacca on, and or, or you know anybody. Like I had, I didn't take any pictures of it, but I had a Batman sitting next to next to Han Solo, like just look out the window or whatever. It was pretty cool. Oh, he got tied so, to the too. Stuff I don't really need, but wanted and bought it for myself. Sure. Well, like I said, then I don't necessarily feel guilty. Uh, yeah, there's Tiger Claw. He got Tiger Claw, too. He wanted me to show you. From the Turtles. Hi, Mikey. Hi. <laughs> I see. I yep. see you. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, I don't feel too guilty. Once Once Christmas comes, I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm free, reasonably, to get a couple cheap things. Yeah. Uh, and, and once, you know. Yeah, it's... It's cool, and then, like, because I, my birthday, well, your birthday is even closer to Christmas, but it happens before Christmas. Mine happens after. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I gotta get all this stuff 
for myself so that everyone knows I got it for myself, and then they can move on to my birthday if they're going to get me anything. Like, I don't know. I'm getting to that point where I don't even like asking for stuff. <laughs> I don't know if that if that happens to people, but like I feel I feel bad. Like I just don't want to ask for stuff, and then I feel bad on the other hand because people are like, "We want to buy you something. Just tell us what it is." And I'm like, I, I don't know. I feel then I feel like I'm being difficult, and I'm I'm trying not to be like, I'm trying to be not difficult. Like I don't know. Go just eat. Buy me hot wings or something or whatever. I don't care. Like it's fine. I'll get myself. Well, when's your birthday? Stuff that I want, but I don't know. When when when's your birthday? Uh, Valentine's Day. Oh, it's coming it's up then. on Valentine's okay. Day. I thought I missed it. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm pretty on top of my Facebook alerts of hey, it's such and such's birthday because I I don't oh, really because I'm <laughs> I never go on Facebook ever. I know. <laughs> uh, I'll get like. I'll have uh I'll check my email and uh I'll I'll go and it'll have like since I have Gmail it'll it has like the the three different tabs one says like primary one's social and one's like uh stores or whatever like uh I forget what it's called it it basically like all the coupons and stuff you get and on my social I'll have like five emails from Facebook like, you have notifications pending, you have notifications pending, and I, I like let them build up, and then finally I'm like, fine, I'll go see what they are, and it's like, it was people's birthday, and someone liked this picture, and someone did that, and I'll be like, I don't, okay, great, awesome. The only time I go to it is if like someone tells me, like, hey, I posted this, go look at it, like you, for example. Yeah, yeah. well, and that's like, the thing, I have it on my on my phone that it alerts me, and then okay. I just swipe, look at it, and get, you know, Either look at it or just swipe it away. So okay, I I noticed it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Mm. Um. So tell me, I've been dying for this. First of all, it was, we, I want to get into into books, but tell me what Batman books you got or bought for yourself. Okay. Well, I'll, I mean, overall, I could tell you. Uh, hold on, I'm going to pull up my list so I don't forget anything. But um, okay. this is what I got, and uh, between Mara and my myself. Um, hold on, I'm waiting for this to pop up. Doo -doo, here we go. I had everything, and I looked it up, and, and I want because I wanted to read everything chronologically. Okay. Um, and not everything, but like what I was interested in, I wanted to read it chronologically. So I got uh, the Man Who Laughs, which was Brubaker, which was great. This is when he ends up being it. the Joker. Is that the one? What's that? Is it's supposed to be his first interaction with the Joker. Oh, okay, okay, yes, that was from Legends of the Dark Knight. Yes. Okay. Uh, then Long Halloween, um, and, and Dark Victory would be next, but I didn't, I couldn't find it anywhere, not even on Amazon, so I, I skipped it. <clears throat> Went to the, the Killing Joke, um, then Death in the Family, slash, uh, a, uh, what is it? A Lonely Place of Dying. Oh, that's where he becomes Robin. Right, it's basically the, the death of Jason Todd, the start of Tim Drake as Robin. Okay. Um, that was all in one book. Wow, that's, that's cool very looking long. good. Yeah, and then next would be Nightfall, but I can't find that anywhere. 
um, and it's out of stock on Amazon. Then No Man's Land, which has like eight volumes, and yep. I'm not ready to purchase all that yet. So right, um, I'll get to those two at some point. And now I'm just starting Hush. Okay. I got Hush, uh, Under the Red Hood, and Birth of the Demon, and those are the next three I have to read. Did you read Under? But I'm the starting Red Hood right now. Which I'm, what's that? Did you read Under the Red Hood? No, not yet. Oh. It comes after Hush, so it's, I'm reading it chronologically. Okay, okay. And then I, then I want to get all the movies, the animated versions, and watch them. Okay, yeah, okay, smart. Good way to do it. Huh. Oh, that's a good list. Yeah, and then, I mean, then I might do Batman and Son and Batman R.I.P., and then to that point, I'm caught up. Like, everything after Batman R.I.P., I have in book form. Yeah, and then you're you're pretty much you got all the essentials, I think. Yeah, there's a couple of others maybe here or there. Like I, I mean, I wanted to uh, the other like villain origin stories, and and um, I didn't read the Jason Todd origin story, which I would have liked to do. I should have. I should do like Batman, or um, I should do Year One and Zero Year. Uh, I should read Batgirl Year One, Robin no, Year definitely. One. definitely. Without a doubt. Definitely. Oh, so, he got, speaking of Hush, that was the other villain I couldn't think of that Santa got him. Oh, okay, cool. It's Hush, so there you go, buddy. Thank you. Welcome. Um, yes, definitely. They're, they're, they're fantastic. That's Scott Beatty who wrote those. Yeah, everything, everything I've read so far was, was pretty good. Um, a death in the family and lonely place of dying was, uh, took me longer to get through because it was those typical like eighties style books that I, I have trouble getting through, mm-hmm. but everything else was like, even if it was written in the same era, it didn't feel like it was the same era. Like long Halloween, for example, was not, I don't know. It just didn't feel like an eighties book. No, I gotcha. uh, the, well, the man who laughs, I think, came out a lot more recently, so um, that was a, that was easier to get through. Killing Joke, obviously, is a much different type of story as well, so mm-hmm. much easier to get through. Yeah, that uh, was but a quick I guess, um, in Hush, I'll probably fly through, even though it's a gigantic book. I can't wait to get get to it, like get through it. Even though I know the outcome, like I know who Hush is and stuff, like it's not even a surprise to me, but. I still want to read, like, that first appearance-type deal. Yeah, at, well, yeah, and it's it's so well done that I was rereading it recently, and I'm like, boy, this is... Art-wise, I think it's uh, Jim Lee's best, because I... I yeah, it's, before that, I, I didn't like it. I mean, he was good. He was a good penciler, but when he was doing X-Men, everybody... I don't know, they were all bulky and just too much. It was that Todd McFarlane in-your-face... You know, yeah. influence. I thought, no, I don't. Yuck. And then well, the, you... the hush, the hush edition that I have has, has like a foreword from Jeff Loeb, who wrote it, obviously. Um, and it talked a, a lot about how Jim is Jim Lee is good, but he owes a lot to his inker, who he's worked with for a long time, and then also the the color artist. Um, that he also picked. And I think that's like, we've, I've said this before about like John Romita jr. Like I like his stuff, but he needs someone who knows how to ink it. If he doesn't have someone who inks well or, or knows 
how to work with his style, it looks like crap. It just kind of looks like, I mean, crap is relative, but like, it can look amazing or it can look meh. And a lot of the stuff he's been doing recently, I feel, is just kind of like meh. Um, Jim Lee, this book specifically, whoever he has picked to ink his stuff and color his stuff makes it look like every page is a poster, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but yeah, before that, like, all the stuff that I see, especially like posters or just like, uh, you know, screen caps of pages and stuff, the, the X Men Jim Lee stuff, it feels very light. Mm hmm. If that makes any sense, like the the pen is very light and and ah, yeah, well, it kind of comes off as hollow almost. And also, uh, it, so it, while the pencil work is really good, the finished product feels like eh, it looks like it could be better. So I don't know. Maybe he just didn't have the same inker yet. He didn't find the inker he liked to work with or the, the color artist or whatever. But. Well, he also, I mean, uh, there's one particular Batman drawing that I've seen where he's so bulky. Yeah. It's that 90s influence of, you know, bigger is better, blah, blah, blah. But even, like, his arms are just, it, it was off. And it's te it's a terrible, terrible piece. And I thought, man, if that's your Batman, then no thank you. And then this came out. I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is excellent. This I'm a, I'm a Jim Lee fan. Right. But. Yeah, it's you know it's sometimes it's just like the right confluence of of things, mm -hmm. uh, all coming together at exactly the right moment. How are how are you um, liking uh, uh, Spideyverse? Oh, I like I love it. Data crazy. You know, really crazy. I couldn't wait to tell you. I mean, I'm an issue or two behind because I'm I'm reading digitally and I gotta catch up. Like I, I've made myself read my books in order with the way they lay out. Like I'm reading a doctor who now from two weeks ago, and then there's other titles. So I'm not going, wait, where's Spidey verse. I got to find it. Spider. Yeah. There. I just get to it when I get to it. Okay. But yeah, I love it too. I'm thrilled to be able to, you know, get a Batman store or Batman, Spider-Man story that I'm like, Ooh, this is fun. And this is, it's yeah. it's really emphasizing the Spider-Man qualities. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it's letting him. If Batman, if Batman's in a room, he's gonna probably stand in the room, yeah, and be intimidating. If Spider-Man's in the room, he's gonna cling to a wall or hang upside down. Yeah, that's you know when they have Spider-Man standing still, I'm like, nope, nope. All right, we've seen them. Thank you. Um. Uh, you know, when they when they always have him standing still, it, it doesn't feel... He should feel like he needs to cling to stuff and be more yeah. Spider-ish. And, like, even in the in the logo thing that I'm drawing, I'm going to have Spider-Man hanging upside down. Right. Um, you know, so this... The writing is fun, and it feels epic. And it's that whole different universe... Wow, this guy's meeting this version, and you know, I love that crap. So it would have been pretty hard for them to to mess it up in my view. Yeah, it's it's very cool, and not to mention like one of my favorite artists is drawing it. It's uh, I believe it's Olivier Coipel. I'm never certain how to say his name, but he's the he's the main artist on it, and 
oh, it's it's gorgeous. It's absolutely a gorgeous book series. It, at least the main, main uh, Spider-Man title, like whatever's happening in right Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I've so been good. Some um, and the side stuff is cool too. Yeah, I've been reading some of those too, like uh, the Spider-Man team-ups. Yeah, the only ones I read was I believe the only one I picked up was Scarlet Spiders because I love I love Scarlet Spider. Is that but good? Because I I want to get it. I I love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, okay. but I love anything with uh, Kane, who who was just Scar. I mean, he still is Scarlet Spider, but um, I think he's awesome. So, right. and the other ones are are very cool too. Uh, ben Riley, yeah, man, is in it and. It's funny. I mean, it's really funny. And then I think the other, the last one is whoever Miles Morales's uh, clone is. Yes. I don't know. I didn't read the Ultimate, but those three are together. And there's two issues of the book so far, are and their interactions with each other because Ben is a lot like Peter. Kane is like the brooding, like I hate everything sort of character, and then I'm not certain about Gwen. She or she's just kind of like the straight man, sort of like you guys are both idiots sort of thing. And like their interaction is fantastic. It's it's well worth the read, and they're the way that they work together as a team is really cool too. And it's something that like at the end of the day, if they all survive this sort of sort of like spider apocalypse ordeal i hope that that's a book it's a team book the scarlet spiders or whatever like i i'm really really enjoying it well and that's the other thing too like i'm as we're talking i'm ordering scarlet spiders because that was the one that i didn't get yet because i thought well let me wait in here because i'm getting them i got the spider-man team up yeah uh which i'm typically loving uh the one that's called spider-verse i think it's like an offshoot of the actual amazing spider-man title that was okay, uh, but okay, so I'm ordering these two. I don't think I picked up any more than just the regular Spider-Man stuff and uh, um, the Scarlet Spiders. Because that's the thing about, I always complain about Marvel is, you like this? Good, we're going to saturate the market with every version that's of it. this. All of so. You know, so I, I'm like... Yeah, well, you know, and things... Sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes the spinoff books are awesome and they really like, they really enhance everything and sometimes they don't. Um, I think it all depends on how well the writers collaborate with each other. I think that's a, that's a huge part of it. And Dan Slott, I feel like, really gives everybody a lot to work with, but also says, here's the ultimate goal and this is what we need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, the 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 Scarlet Spiders books, um, it kind of does have a huge impact on what's going on um, and what will happen. Basically, the rest of them, I don't know. Uh, I haven't read Spider Woman um, or any of the other things yet. And then, yeah. obviously, I might not even get to them because the event will be over in not too much more time so we'll yeah. see. which is a shame because the last time I read Spider-Man that I really enjoyed it was during the Craven uh, the hunt where he came back to life oh yeah that's wow that's a while ago right and so you know I, I, I'm thrilled that I can enjoy because other than that I've been reading uh, Ultimate Spider-Man which is Miles Morales and, yeah. you know, you, 
great, but it's not. You picked back up. You picked Spider-Man back up when Peter came back, right? I didn't. No, oh, you didn't. Because oh, you, would, you would like that. Would I? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I I remember reading about it, and I listened to Comic Vine, and they were like, "Oh, it's great," and. Then they were telling me some of the story, and I'm like, well, I really wasn't invested with most of the Doc Ock thing. I got the Doc Ock uh, team up when Daredevil and the Punisher were part of it. Uh, and, I, and I know what happened with Doc Ock. I know how, you know, his his grasp exceeded his reach. He messed things up, blah, 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 blah. And then it sounded like a lot of what Peter Parker was dealing with when he came back was, okay, now here's your clean up which sounds promising your clean clean up of what you didn't know you, this this relationship is messed up this person you're dating oh by the way you have your own science lab i don't know it sounded like a lot of too much for me to to dive into does that make sense i guess i don't know i mean what sell sell me on it what 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 do you think uh, it was just, um, it felt like classic Spider-Man, uh, which is what I, I, I thought it would be. Um, and the reason that they did the whole Doc Ock thing in the first place was, uh, everything seems to be going so well for Spider-Man for the most part. Let's, let's throw a wrench in the gears and, you know, when he finally comes back out on the other end, everything's messed up again, and it's not even his fault, and he has to fix it, but no one lets him or whatever. No one wants to even hear him because he's always ruining stuff. And, it, you know, it did. It felt a lot like how Peter's life should be, which is hectic, out of control. He doesn't know how to fix it. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. And then... The character that they created, uh, Silk, that's interesting. Uh, it kind of leaves and ties right into the Spider-Verse stuff. And Yeah, explain that one to me, because I, I'm picking up the idea when I, you know, I'm reading Spider-Verse now, where they're like, oh yeah, she's, you know, she got bit by the same spider that Peter did. Yes. Uh, oh, and so she, she got, well, like you just said, she got bit by the same spider that Peter did on the same day. And she was picked up by, I forget who the character is, but so one of the, uh, I don't, I don't remember who it is, but she's been in captivity almost her whole life. That was my, because question. if she got free, uh, Morlun would find her like instantly and it would, everything would go to hell. So she got free and then basically that sort of like kicked the spider verse thing into overdrive. Like Peter set her free. Um, and she's like almost, she's just about as powerful as Peter, if not more powerful in certain ways. I think she's faster for certain. Um, and she's cool. And they also have like this, when they're around each other, they have this animal magnetism where like, as soon as they're near each other, they basically start making out and stuff. Uh, it's, it, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, so yes. It's. I say it's worth reading, especially if you like what he's doing with Spider Verse. Everything since Peter came back, got back into his own body, led up to it. So huh. it's worth reading. But I mean, 
if you don't feel like going backwards, then... Yeah, maybe I will. I'll keep it in, in my mind, just, you know, oh, I'm in the mood to read Peter Parker now, and I don't have any options unless it's yeah. that title. I'm sure you could always get a trade or something, too. I enjoyed uh, Gwen Stacy's one-shot. Okay. Spider-Gwen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, of course, they're going to make that a title, so I don't know how long that'll stay good, but there's potential. You know, that could be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's great when I see a lot of these uh, different versions of Spider-Man that I'm like, ooh, okay, so they have uh, his potential daughter from the alternate timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool. They have him with the cosmic powers. That was cool because I remember I, I was just re- starting to read Spider-Man when I was 15 when that story happened. The cosmic Spidey? The cosmic thing. It was the villain's crossover where different villains were trying to take down the other villain's heroes for them. Okay. Uh, and during it, you're like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Spider-Man's fighting this the dragon, the gray dragon character who's so powerful the Hulk has trouble beating him. And Spider-Man knocks him across the river and, you know... The, the the dragon guy breathes fire on him, and you think, oh, he's toast, he's dead. But now he's fine. Well, it turns out that that Captain Universe power, the idea of that power is it jumps from one person to another mm-hmm. when they need it. It just yeah. kind of goes through the universe. Well, what they didn't tell you is that it hit Peter, but he didn't know it yet, and in the end, he, boom, he, the outfit's on him, but he still has his mask on, so he has that web over his nose and mouth area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was cool to see that version come back, and I like the twist where, on my universe, I'm, I have all the power, but if I go through this portal and go to yours, I don't have any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was smart. I thought that was good writing. Otherwise, he could just go clean up everybody's problem right away. Right. Well, it's logical. It, it makes logical sense. Yeah. Um... What other titles are you reading? Um, same stuff I've been reading, basically. I'm trying to... Th- oh, I just picked up Ant-Man number one that came out. This Tell weekend. me how that was, because that's expensive and I didn't buy it. It was good. Um, it was fun in the same way like Daredevil and Hawkeye has been fun. Um, although I think Hawkeye's done. I haven't seen a new issue of that in months, I believe. I, I think still have to catch up. I mean, Fraction's been... I knew he was done with it, but I thought there was going to be, like, a final issue, and I don't think there has been. Really? Um, I'll have to look into that, though. So, yeah, that was fun because it's Scott Lang. Um, They're doing it, obviously, to coincide with the movie coming out uh, and get that sort of jump started, and that was – it was good. Um, So there was that. What else? Is there anything else that – Well, it's funny because – I want I want to read it, but again, when I looked at the price, I'm like, I'm not trying it for what the five dollars they want us to spend on it. Was it five bucks? Uh, I can tell you right now. Give me two seconds. Uh, it was it wasn't the price. Yeah, four ninety nine. I'm looking right at it. Four ninety nine. Wow. Yeah. Oh well, whatever. It wasn't a big week when it came out. I think it was only like three books that I got or something. Mm-hmm. Are you reading? Maybe not. But anyway, I mean, there's that. That was good. Batman Eternal is still awesome. That's Isn't my favorite. It? That's probably my favorite book that I read every, and it's every week, and it's my favorite book. Um, I just think it's 
really, really good. I've really gotten used to just enjoying the heck out of that title. Like, that's, you know, it, it started off kind of, okay, it's interesting. Yeah. And the rotating art or the focus is is uh, hit and miss. But overall, I'm like, yep, they they really have a, an idea. Unlike the uh, the new 52 Futures End, I don't know if you're reading it. No, I'm not. Don't bother. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, some storylines are good, but... The majority of them, you're like, I don't care. I don't care about these characters. Yeah, exactly. Like, it might be like Flashpoint, where in the end you go, oh, holy crap, this became something bigger than what I thought, and there's your payoff. But the journey has not been, I, like I said, I'm not recommending it. Yeah, yeah. And they're at issue 35 now. I mean, they have Batman Beyond in it, which is cool, but he's not in every issue. Yeah. So you're just like, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, for me personally, the, the rotating art on Batman Eternal has been more hit than miss. Yep. I would say there's every five or six issues, there might be one artist that I'm like, eh, but I don't hate it. I just am like, uh, whatever. But I think they've, whoever, whatever artists they have on it have fit the tone well. Yes. Overall, so... There's one artist, and I can't think of what his name is, but boy, so detailed and just so dead on. I love it. And I was actually, I was talking to Mara about this not too long ago, about how the rotating art hasn't hindered my enjoyment of the book. Hmm. Uh, Because sometimes it will, but I also, I think maybe part of it is like, it does come out every week. It's not like, oh, we by accident missed a week or something like that like it, it's out every week and it's good like the storytelling is good and the art is consistent enough and in the same vein enough that it doesn't bother me right uh, and it's just really really good so i mean besides spider-man being awesome a daredevil continues to oh, still so good awesome. honest to god so just man i know it they're they're leaving the book and that Scares the crap out of me. Yeah. I just, it, they have the perfect balance of dark and swashbuckly. Yeah. That's a word. Um, so yeah. How do you like, uh, the current storyline in Batman and Batman and Robin? Y'all caught up? Oh yeah. Uh, Robin came back. Oh yeah. I bought that. I bought Robin Rises Alpha. Nice. Um, I was excited about that because I, I like Damian Wayne. That's no secret. I've said it a million times. Um, whatever people want to feel about that is up to them. But I think he's a good character. He's, he's the honest to goodness, natural choice to be Robin. Who could be more of Robin than the person who's supposed to be Batman's son? Right. Um. So there's that. But like, I love the Bat family and like Mm -hmm. the issue of Batman and Robin where it ended with you know them finally resurrecting Mm -hmm. spoilers for those people who aren't reading it or whatever but that and then leading into Robin Rises Alpha just like the teamwork with the whole Bat family plus Batman was was heartwarming I loved it the only criticism I have and that this is not the writer's fault it's the DC editorial thing, Nightwing should have been there. That's oh yeah, of but of course they gotta make him be super spy or whatever the crap. 
crap that is. I can't read that anymore. No, I see. I never even picked up Grayson number one because I don't. I don't want it. No one asked for it. I don't know who like was like. You know, it'd be great is if Dick Grayson had nothing to do with Batman ever again, or no more <laughs> for a while, or whatever. Like, who cares? Like, what's the? That's well it's said. Literally, like, it's going to be one of those books that, because it has no bearing on anything important in the whole DC universe, or at least the the mainline DC universe. Like, it'll get dropped, and he'll just show up back as Nightwing one day, and he'll be like, "Hey, how did that thing go?" And he'll be like. That was kind of a waste of time, and they'll write it off. And it's like, why even bother? Like, what is the point of not having Dick as Nightwing right now? Right. I don't understand it. And it, it, yeah, that you're right. That is a criticism that an, an important one. And it, it, it felt so lacking. It stood out to me because I'm like, this is the big thing. Remember when they had them all get together and like, all right, let's have our talk that we're supposed to have. Yeah. You know, are are we done with this crap now? Are you going to be honest with us? Yes, I swear it. I promise, and I I messed up. Please forgive me. And they all take off their masks, and it's a big bonding moment, and it really made everybody feel like you said more like a family, as it should. And and, and then Nightwing isn't there. They leave, and they have Dick Grayson show up and have the same conversation, but he's not part of the group, and he wasn't there for the big battle. Right. I mean, you're right. Who? I never asked for something other than Nightwing. Give us our Nightwing. It was just like, like I said, even before the book came out, it's like, hey, who could we make be like the Winter Soldier since yeah. that was doing so great for Marvel and they had the movie? Well, it should be Dick Grayson, obviously, because Batman is the Captain America DC and vice versa. And there he is now. Dick Grayson's the super spy. Like, who gives a crap? Right. I don't know. No. Why would you ever do that? Just let him be Nightwing. Yep, yep, and it's and it's also the 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 Robin with you know one exception. Every Robin now serves its purpose. There's Damien, who I I've grown to love through the years, and especially the way they've lightened him up and had him mature, and you know uh, yeah. the loving yeah. relationship between him and Bruce. Right. Uh, that's what sells me, you know, that, that writing is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, you got Red Hood, you know, the, the disobedient son, but yet still loves his father and that's, you know, always a work in progress, blah, 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 blah. Then you have the oldest son who is the example for everybody who's Dick Grayson as Nightwing. Mm -hmm. Tim Drake as much as I loved him before the new 52, there's no point to him now. I don't like him. He's not even the same character. If you, if you, you know, if you have read any of him since the new 52, they, I don't know why DC decides to, we're not going to have him interact with Batman most of the time. Well, yeah. Okay, then, and, and okay, and he's not even as charming and great as he was before the New 52, so he's pointless, you know. He's, oh, I'm sorry, he's not even Robin now, he's Red Robin. Yeah. Just make him go away then. Like I said, when they started the New 52, I thought they either need to get rid of him or they need to get rid of Damien. 
Well, Damien has more than proved himself as a great Robin, even if he's a stubborn, troublemaking jerk. Story-wise, he's great. He's that great catalyst. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, the thing about, the thing about Tim is, I like, I like Tim, and the way you're saying, like, they, the, the Bat family falls into the, the different categories where, like, Dick is basically, Bruce Light, that's what he is. He's the oldest. The oldest, he learned directly from Batman. He's probably got the most directly in common with Bruce, and that's why he was Batman and Bruce was dead and whatever else. So that makes sense. Then you've got, like you said, uh, Jason Todd, second Robin, the rebellious one. He's still there. He's still part of the family, but he's doing his own thing. Then Tim is like... He's there of his own accord. And I think that's what you're, you're saying is like, he might be insignificant to the Bat family as a whole because like, I, I, since I just read his origin, this is really fresh in my mind, but he's so smart that, you know, he's the only person who basically figured out about Bruce and Dick being Batman and Robin. He kind of got himself in there of his own accord, and then now he's on his own of his own accord. Like, he doesn't have to be part of the Bat family. He could be on his own as a separate thing and still be useful. Exactly. But I feel like he probably feels um, sort of like, uh, not responsible, like, I guess, yeah, maybe a responsibility to be there because... He's the voice of reason because he's just the like he's kind of just the logical smart one, whereas like the rest of them allow their feelings to really dictate everything. So he's that pin. He's like the what the middle child, one of the middle children of the whole thing. Right. And, and then obviously Damien's there as the, the the ultimate what should be Robin is Batman's son basically, or I guess ch- I should say child. Like if it was a girl, it would probably be just as cool, but. Well, and, um, yeah, that when they originally, I read a thing yesterday, and it basically backed up what I said. Before the new 52, they were saying, who's the best Robin out of all? Yeah. You know, and it was Tim Drake. Was He was everything. He was a great fighter yeah. uh, and brilliant detective. He was a better detective than, you know, the other Robins. Uh, and he was smart enough to figure out Bruce's identity, and he made himself Robin, which is everything you said. Well, they've ruined it, like you pointed out too, with the with this new fifty two where he's he's not needed. You don't feel like you know, all right, make him be Cosmos the guy. You know, Tim Drake goes by a new identity and it has nothing to do with Batman then. You know, because he's not needed and so you feel that every time you see him. And also the way that they're writing him is I'm so clever, I'm on my own, I've got my Teen Titans. Well then Get rid of him. Make somebody else be that exact same character, but free him up from the expectation of a Bat Family character. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm uh, I'm giving them the the benefit of the doubt that they're gonna that they're still building this back up, which is what it seems like they're doing in Batman Eternal anyway. Yes. They hope they'll bring Dick back, and then it'll all kind of work out. I mean, Batman Eternal sort of turned into if you go back to. 
whatever episode of ours it is that we talked about this when the book came out. This is months and months ago now. Um, it did turn out to be exactly like what I had hoped for, which is like Batman, the Avengers, you know, like it's, mm-hmm. it focuses on the Bat family in spurts and teams and, or brings them all together and stuff like that. It's exactly kind of what I wanted it to be. Um, so while I think that they've not necessarily done a lot of really great stuff with Dick or not Dick, I'm sorry, uh, Tim, uh, overall, I hope that they will do something to make him feel important. Cause I do feel like he should be there. He's part of it. And, and then because they didn't just go, Tim Drake never existed uh, when they did the new 52 after Flashpoint. He's still there, so he... They just need to do something to make him... Matter. ...should be there. Yeah, important and, and worthwhile. Yeah. What about, um... Uh, how do you, how are you enjoying the, uh... The Joker story? The end game is... Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting so far. Yeah, apparently, uh... Scott Snyder said, there was a story I've always had, but was never allowed to do, and um, they gave me the okay, so I'm like, okay, if I had to do one Joker story, this is it, because he doesn't plan on writing him again. Okay. Which, okay, and so far, I'm like, I love it, as always, but boy, they really surprise you at the end of every issue. Like, this last one, like, ooh, I don't don't know uh, where they're going with that. And I forget what the end of the last issue was. Uh, somebody picks up the phone and says, you know, hi, Bruce. So it, it it's a close-up okay. of somebody's teeth talking into the phone. So it looked like it would be the Joker who knows that it's Batman. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way that, and I love this, they explained before with the previous Joker story that the Joker doesn't care who Batman is. Bruce right. Wayne walked right up to him and gave him an opportunity just to see if he knew, and he, he didn't even care. He doesn't. So I don't think it's the Joker doing that, but I, it's either that or it looks like it could be Commissioner Gordon. Right. Yeah, I don't ugh. And the whole thing with him being in the pictures for, like, a 100 years in the past, how did that happen? I don't know, and that's... Uh... It's kind of nuts. <laughs> right? kind of nuts. Man, I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's well written and, and uh, it's like a Batman story should be, which Batman should generally be a, a mystery type story because he's a detective, and you want to be just as lost, not lost like to the point where you're confused, but like intrigued by the by the story as he is trying to solve it. Um, and this feels a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it before. Like Batman is the best parts of action, adventure, sci-fi, horror, and mystery all wrapped in one. Yeah. At, at least, ideally, that's what it should be. Yep. Um, but if you take the best parts of his chronology, that is what it is. Um, just like really well done mishmash of every sort of genre. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And martial arts. Now I'm excited. Every 
everything that I'm reading is good. Uh, the only thing that's like tough is Avengers because it's such a weird storyline that Jonathan Hickman's doing right now, and um, I'm sure it'll pay off and be cool at the end of it, but it feels like muddied right now. But I, like I said, it'll probably be worthwhile overall. Yeah, I. Uh, everything else is fun though. Turtles is good. It's so funny. All of the the what do you call it? Uh, big events from Marvel. Yeah. I'm really glad I, unless you can sway me the other way, I'm really glad I haven't been reading them. Because Yeah, Axis was meh. Um, yeah, I heard that. What was the one before that? Exactly. Read it. Uh, uh, oh, Original Sin. Original Sin was good. What? But it, like, the problem with some event books is, like, Original Sin, the the end game of that means something. Like, it affects the characters going forward, uh, even if it's just some of them for a short period of time and some of them for a long period of time, or ultimately overall. Uh, it affects them, and it meant something, and the ride was was interesting and good. Uh, Axis was just... A, it felt like a filler event, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, even the effects that have been done to some of the characters that are going to come out of the book and go forward into other stories, you just, you know it's going to be reversed eventually. Right. Um, probably sooner rather than later. And uh, it's just, it's one of the pointless things, you know. Like, And, and the overall ride was just kind of, it felt contrived, so it was like, meh. So some of their event things are hit or miss. Um, and, yeah, you know, some of them I'm like, at the end of them, I'm like, ah, I wish I didn't buy that. And um, Axis was, was like that. Well, uh, But, I mean, Avengers is its own thing entirely. Like, I think this is all going to lead up to Secret Wars or whatever that's happening this year. Sure. Um, and this has been going on for, like, a year and a half. Now that Jonathan Hickman's been writing it, so like this should be a really, really huge and important event overall. So hopefully it will be good. Hmm. Yeah, you yeah. reading uh, Iron Man? I am. What's that? I've been reading the last what this new run of Iron Man. Superior Iron Man, where he's bad. Yeah. No, I haven't read it. Um, I'm just sick of them doing it with Iron Man. Me like, too. it's been done. Like, okay, he's been a jerk. He's been pseudo-evil. Now you made him, like, actually evil because of what the Red Skull did or whatever. Like, I'm just sick of it at this point. So I felt no need to to really read it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i reading it because Daredevil's in it. Okay. But they're, they're really kind of mistreating Daredevil. Like, when you read Daredevil, the writer, you know, they obviously know his boundaries, and they, they write within them, and it's fantastic. They bring out the best. In Superior Iron Man, they're making Iron Man just so powerful. He, he grabs a Daredevil and just chucks him off a roof. Yeah. Like, really? Really? I could see that. That happened in one of the Axis books. Which is what it was. They, they wrote the same thing twice. Okay. You know, they're like, look, he's here, and then, look, okay, oh, Daredevil's here. Push him off the edge. Really? Really? Well, I mean, 
Iron Man is super powerful, like, in comparison to Daredevil, I guess, but I would say, like, that's more of Daredevil not not really putting up a fight. Which was Mike. Because he... I don't think he knew... I don't think he knew Tony was, uh, you know, turned, basically. Like, uh, inverted is what they keep saying. Well, in in the book, they make it look like here's Daredevil walking up and saying, hey, I got a problem with you, and, and Iron Man just, he's not even in his armor. Yeah. Just grabs him and throws him, like, ah, okay, I think about when they write Daredevil, it's like, ooh, I can feel his blood pressure rising, ooh, I can feel his bones, you know, his bones are, or his muscles are starting to tighten, he's reaching out for me. You know, you got a, a, a master martial artist, you think he'd at least block some punches and be able to physically you know, fight him until he armors up or whatever. In this case, yeah. just grabs him by the throat and chucks him. I'm like, ah. Yeah. To me, well, I think the idea but... is, like, to- didn't Tony created some sort of whatever, like an app or whatever that makes you genetically superior or something like that, right? Yes. Is that the point of the book? It's so basically, it's just, like, one of those things where Tony knows who Daredevil is already, so he knows how to outwit his radar sense and was able to overcome him in that way. I would have I don't appreciated think, if they had said that. that would have been What's that? I would have appreciated if they had actually addressed that, because the way they look at, they write it, it looks like it's completely, like, you know, one-sided. Up, yeah. oh, stupid Daredevil. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to come up with the logical uh, explanation for it. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. Which is better than <laughs> what was read. Right. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to, uh, oh, did you read S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yes, yes. I haven't gotten to it yet, but I bought it. Is okay. It it's good. It's cool. Nice. It's, a, it's a very cool way of bringing the show into the MCU. Uh, um, although the, the characterizations of some of the show characters are... Yeah, slightly different, but their their handling of uh, Coulson and where he fits in and why he's important is really good mm. and interesting. Um, obviously, Sky is not in the book because, as we just found out, you you watched the last episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sky is obviously Daisy Johnson, aka Quake. Mm-hmm. And in the current Marvel Universe, she is in the Winter Soldier book. So uh-huh. she's not part of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. team. Currently, that might change, but... Right. Well, that's cool. You know, how how did you like uh, 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 Agent Carter? It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I For a character who, during the Captain America movie, I'm like, oh, you little snot. You need to be smacked. To what they did with her, I'm like, okay, I like her. I like her. They made her much more well-rounded and believable in her abilities. Right. Even when she jumps on the top of the car as it's going, I'm like, no. They, the way they filmed that, I'm like, I buy it. Yeah. You know? Well, not to mention, like, cars back then never went that fast anyway to begin with. Like, Right. Cool. Right. Cool. I, I, the, the pacing um, of it all was... Cool. I never felt... Yeah? Yeah. You said you never felt? I think there's a delay. I never felt like uh, watching watching Captain America, the first 
What's that? I was just gonna say I think there's oh, a sorry. delay with Better? with our with our recording. It's not not nothing you're doing. It's just for whatever reason, it's coming through a couple seconds later. So for oh, anybody okay. who's listening, there's a pause. Sorry. That's okay. But go ahead. Um, I never felt like uh she was annoying or anything in uh the first Avenger um because. In that sort of time period, um, it makes more sense that she would have to be the way that she was as, as like, I guess domineering and, um, sort of with an attitude or, an, and like an arrogance because in that time period, especially pe- guys would have been like, who do you think you are? Shut up. Why are you even here? Blah, blah, blah. Woman, this woman, that. Like, especially it would have been, like immaculately sexist uh, back then, so her portrayal or whatever didn't bother me. Um, it would a character portrayal like that, or not even character portrayal, just people who act like that in present day bothers me. Sure, it's, it's kind of like stop it. You don't have to be that aggressively feminist, right? It just it's unnecessary. Back then, I think it was necessary, but today, I, I think it's it's not so much. But that being said, I think that her, the way that they have written her for this show, um, has been awesome. Me too. You know, like, and they have been handling the idea of sexism in the world uh, fairly. Um, you know, they're not. For a, a Disney run show on primetime like ABC, I'm kind of shocked that they, they show it kind of as, uh, intensely as they do. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously, like, they skip out on, like, slurs necessarily, although they did have her roommate go, like, oh, Samantha, she's a slut. <laughs> I thought that was really funny, but, like, um, it surprised me. It took me it took me back a little bit, but um, I I just think overall they've handled the writing, especially with her, but just everything else too, really really well. Yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the show. My parents watched it and they loved it. They were like, "That show was so good," and I'm like, "Yeah, you should be watching Agents of Shield too. It's mm-hmm. really good." And but my my parents, it was funny. I told Mara too. I didn't watch it the night it was on because I was waiting for Mara to watch it. She was working um, on the Tuesday that it was on. And uh, my dad I, I had called me up, and he's like, this show, Tony Stark, right? Uh, and uh, and Captain America, and, like, he starts rattling off all these, like, characters and stuff that he was saw from, like, the the movies and things like that. I'm like... Yes, yes, like Tony Stark's dad and Stark Industries, and they started S.H.I.E.L.D., and that's what the show was basically about. Oh, my God. It was like like when, uh, you know, a child reads a book for the first time, and, like, everything comes together, and they're trying to, like, explain to you that they get it, that it it makes sense, but also wanting you to make, like, confirm that it makes sense. Right. Right, so that's love I was that. Thinking, that's cool. Basically, with my parents. <laughs> well, Cindy, um, M- Mikey fell asleep within the first five minutes because he just didn't have a nap, and he comes up as soon as his head goes on my chest. I'm like, oh, he's out. Yeah. Uh, 
So he had to rewatch it. Well, Cindy was like, I don't know if I really want to watch this. I don't know. Let me know if it's any good. And if it is, then I'll watch it. And uh, so, okay. So now they were re-airing it last night. Okay. She was going to watch it on demand. But I'm like, ooh, it's on, it's on, it's on. So she watches it. And I, I, I come down. When it's over, I said, so she goes, yep, I'm hooked. I love it. It's great. Love it, love it, love it, love it. And because, you know, to be fair, the promos that they showed for it don't sell it. You know, right. look, it's from S.H.I.E.L.D., it's Agent Carter, and it just shows her running around and maybe punching somebody, maybe shooting a gun. But other than that, you're like, and? If I wasn't a comic book guy, I don't know how much I would be thinking this was anything. Well... She loved it. I said, right? Isn't it fantastic? And one of the things that she pointed out that I love was they said, boy, she's built like a woman. She's built like an actual woman. She's not a Barbie doll. Right. She's not trying to be a, a big high uh, fashion model. She's built like a woman and built like a woman of that time. Yes. Which I'm like, absolutely. She's real. She's, you know... Uh, Haley Atwell is the actress. Yes. yes. Uh, that's true. It's that whole uh, Kate Winslet thing. Everybody's like, but she's not dressed. She doesn't act like a Barbie doll. Yeah, she's real. This is she's beautiful because she's natural. Yes. Uh, and and just the way everything was filmed with her, I believed all her action scenes. I believed it all. There was no point where I went, oh come on, you kind of. You're asking me to to suspend my you know disbelief here. Just I'm like no, I, there's a flow to it. You know what I mean when you see a good action movie and you're like, oh, a perfect example. As stupid as it sounds, Mortal Kombat. When I rewatch <laughs> it now, as cornball as it is, you're like no, it has a feel to the to the action sequences. It's got its own. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So they, if they, if a movie, well, like the original Turtles movie, yes, that too. It, it's got its own. You believe it because all right, it, it falls within this parameter. Yeah, whoever the directing is, did did. I, I, well, I'm, my mind's racing for other ones too. Which it's um the the thing about Carter, like any of the best action movies, or at least the ones that. You can watch over and over again because you get lost in them, forgetting that they're films. Is it's not? It wasn't over edited. The easiest way to get to lose believability of fight scenes and action scenes in a movie is to over edit them mm. to the point where you can't even see anybody, and because you can't see anybody, you know that it's not. You know for a fact that it's not the person that's playing the role doing the fight. Once that, once you lose that instantly, like with the cut, 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 punch, 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 cut, move, 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 and you know it's not the people because they're cutting it so much, you just kiss the movie goodbye, throw it away, even. Like, Bourne did it well, and because you know Matt Damon did pretty much all the fight scenes and stuff, and he could get away with it, but like everything else, no. And like, I'm sure Haley Atwell didn't do some of the fighting, but they cut it in a way where, like, 
you just you weren't lost. Um, and she she did some of it, so it's like it, they worked it well together, and that's that's why it works. And hopefully it'll stay that way. But I, I can't see why it wouldn't. I'll, I'll give you two great examples as far as fighting goes. Back in the up to the '90s, all the fight scenes in most movies were great because they backed off on the camera, and they right. let the guys actually do some moves. Bop, yeah. bop, bop, before they change camera angle. Great example of how it's done now, Winter Soldier. Okay. Worst example, Daredevil with Ben Affleck. Yes. That yeah, was yeah. coming out of that theater. That's what I had a problem with. And looking back on it, I'm like, man, those fights were probably fan-freaking-tastic. You know? Oh, by the way, hey, March is when the the Daredevil show comes out. Yes, and I'm very excited. For Holy it. crap, yeah. As long as they put him in a decent outfit by the end of it. He's wearing the black uh, training outfit beforehand. Yeah. I just hope they give him... They they have to do the red outfit. And with, I don't, Why would they not? They're... I know. <laughs> I know. It's just I haven't seen any pictures from it yet to confirm it, except for, like, some sketches that they've thought of, and all the sketches I've seen are showing the, the little D's up on the, the peck, which they did with the movie, and I hated that. Yeah. You know, let, it's a great symbol. Let it be dead center on his chest. Well, I mean, uh, the other, like, I'm not super concerned about it, because first of all, it's Marvel making it. They're not gonna... Right. They're not gonna blow it. And every time so far, they have had uh, characters upgrade their outfits. So at some point, it'll be the DD that like we know and love right in the center of the chest. I would even be think it was awesome if they did the uh, black and yellow for a little bit too. Like I'd be cool with that. I love that outfit. As it's long cool. as they end up with the red, I'm thrilled. Yeah, and so. use a bunch of them. You know, let them try out some stuff. But that's great. And uh, uh, they're doing. Uh, um, Apparently they're they're working on Back to the Future uh, two shoes. Oh, yeah. Nike. I just posted on uh, our page that they there's a commercial for it. They're actually working. They said this year Nike will have the Back to the Future two sneakers with the power laces. With the power laces. Yeah. Holy crap. That's crazy. <laughs> right. Right. Ah. Uh. This is the year. This is when it, we're supposed. Oh, and they are working on a hoverboard. Oh, cool! I mean, they actually officially said yes. There's. They showed a video of them them working on it. Uh, that they are. They're just about there, and they plan on releasing it this year. So I'm like, wow, you're right at the deadline of what all of us have been waiting for. <laughs> Back to the Ar arbitrarily because someone made a movie about it. Yep. That's yep. <laughs> you now have a deadline. You have a deadline. We want our hoverboards. You said 2015. I don't care about the goofy outfits. That can all be explained away. But darn it, give us our hoverboards. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've I've wanted that ever since. I'm 40 years old, but I'd still buy a hoverboard if they had one. Um, I guess we should wrap it up though. Cause yeah, probably it's it's getting that point yeah and, and you know what as soon as we hang up as always i'll think of other stuff but yeah yeah you know in the meantime though everybody please uh like our page i i'm putting it on twitter i'm you know making sure anytime i post something now on 
Facebook or Twitter, I'll attach, you know, something of our, maybe it's a picture of the new logo just to keep it fresh in people's minds. But somebody just posted something on Twitter under hashtag recommendations was my page because of our podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, so thank you to uh, Leanne Mako who just did that. That was very sweet. Nice. Um, all right, and as always, keep the comments and questions and art and everything else coming. You know, anything coming up with you that you want to promote? Um, not currently. I, I have a couple ideas for YouTube shows that I'm going to work on doing outlines for and stuff like that, that I'm going to try to get out this year. Um, but we'll see. Uh, cause there's a lot of stuff going on, so we'll see. We'll see what I have time for. Any closer to doing the new episode of Action Features? Not yet. Not, not until I'm not so crazy busy with work. That's yeah. that's the biggest update, and like I, like I said in the last episode, I, I just don't want to half-ass it and right. not Are you have working it. outside. What's that? Are you working outside? Yeah. Oh God. I mean, inside and outside, but like, Ugh. so some outside stuff. Man, God love you. <laughs> I I have to walk outside to like run from one building to another during the week. Yeah. And even that is just the wind in your face. I'm like, oh god, I, I hate this. Yeah. So, but like, what what usually ends up happening is like every injury that I have hurts twice as bad and just makes me that much more tired and last longer. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. There's just other stuff I have to focus on currently, uh, just because, like, the band. Um, We've had a lot more time to practice, so I got to focus on music lately, mm-hmm. as opposed to doing other stuff. And then, uh, you know, um, then doing this with you, and uh, you know, because of the holidays, it's just other stuff. You know, like it's been kind of nuts. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses. Always <laughs> me that are taking precedent, basically. Over, over doing animation or doing other things that I want to be doing. So, yeah. No, I got gotcha. you. I understand what you mean. All right. Well, uh, we will catch everybody next time. Yep. And as always, thanks for sharing and thanks for listening. Yes. Glad you uh, tuned in once again. <laughs> catch <Love> you next <laughs> time. <laughs> Bye.